you know, when I get here in the morning, there's no cars on the roads. There's very few. Even less now. There was a guy in front of me today throwing newspapers at his car mm-hmm. and then he was in the lane next to me and he indicated to go right. We're both turning right. Mm. And then he just turned left down the main road with his right indicator, throwing paper out the window. And I thought, do you know what? He's driving. He's got one hand throwing papers. He doesn't know which way he's turning. I saw you, man. You be careful. Better have his paperwork. See, he... Exactly. Exactly. He would have to have his permit saying, I am allowed to throw papers at people's houses. He was a good shot. I watched him. He's fanging up the road at 60. (laughs) Fink. Like one paper every... Because he had to know the numbers. Yep. Not every house gets a paper, Aeson. It's only people who've paid for it. So he drove so quickly. How did he know he got it in that yard? I don't think he cares. <laughs> he just... <laughs> zunk. Have you got your paperwork? I got given. You, you did it all for me. Yeah, but did you You said, here, it? have this. Take this as well. You'll need this. I know. We into this. I did not get you to <laughs> we into anything. <laughs> well, it feels like uh, that, though. It does. I know we're all doing the right thing, but it feels like you just... Here's my fingerprints. I know. Here's, here's my retinal scan. Yeah, feels um, like that. Have you got and your, for good reason. Have you got your paperwork in your glove box? Well, I checked it again. I checked it. I literally checked it yesterday because... Literally, I was, did Literally. <laughs> I checked it yesterday and, I, you know, I read stuff, but I don't, I don't read, read stuff. But I, I feel like... I feel like I'm up to date. Did it change again? No, you're fine. Okay. So the stuff that I got last and week my is my question, wrong. is it in your glove box yes. or on your dash? Yep. I've got two masks in the car on rotation and I've got all the paperwork in the little in-between thing. Oh, the side console. Yeah, in-between. You've gone with that. I've gone with the um, dash just like on the window. So easy oh, so access. it's ready to go. Yeah, because I feel like if they pull me up, I can just go... Whoosh, you should just blue tack it to the windscreen. I did think that. I thought, why don't they give everyone a sticker and you get to put a sticker on your car and it means you're allowed on the road. I did They'll think get to that. that one day. They'll if this get to drags that. on for another <coughs> year. It probably will. Where's yours, Aizen? Dash, middle console, glove box. Phone. Oh, you're such a millennial. That's I was going to print it out. I was going to print it out. I just have mine digitally because I live in a digital world, Lucy. Makes sense. I know, but I prefer having a hard... Oh, my gosh, I'm a grandma, aren't I? Yep. I prefer a hard copy <laughs> that I can print out and hold. Yep. You're only going to pay your bills at the post office. Oh, of course. I'm going to pay them all with coins. <laughs> and I believe in banks. Oh. I like the looks of those teenagers. <laughs> I am old. Ace reminds me of how old I am. See, this is my question, though. We have permits because we're allowed to be on the road, and every time I look at people on the road, I think, why are you on the road? Best what are you doing? It because what we're doing right now doesn't sound that essential. We're so an emergency broadcaster yeah. and so we are allowed to be on air because as an emergency broadcaster, you must be broadcasting should there be an emergency. Imagine if there was a bushfire right we now, could, guys. Yeah, or even like a chemical explosion as an emergency broadcaster. We actually have laws around being an emergency broadcaster. We have to turn the radio over into an emergency broadcast system. We even have like that sound effect if there was the a klaxon. massive... Like the whoop! If there was a massive fire, we'd have to play the sewers, it's called. Oh, it's the sewers. Yeah. I thought it was, maybe I got the wrong horn. Yeah. So we're allowed to be on the road, but I do look at people and I go, why are you on the road? Why are you on the road at six o'clock? Where are you going? What's your job? Can I just say, just secretly, just yeah. a conversation between you and I and not 200,000 other people listening, do you secretly want to get pulled over? Oh, so bad. Me too. I don't know why. Me too. I think it's because I got the paperwork. Yeah, me too. I just want to see if it works. And I want to say to the policemen and women, well done. And you do a great job. I love you. Well, they are. They Can't have a really... cuddle. No, they don't like cuddles. I miss human contact. <laughs> they don't like cuddles. No, that would mace me, wouldn't they? I do want to get pulled over. Isn't that weird? Isn't no. that a weird human condition where I you're know. like, I'd be okay to get pulled At over. At first I was like, I don't want to get pulled over. And now I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready for we it. We hope we're ready. We hope we got all the paperwork. But my question this morning is, we keep digressing, is I look around the road and I go, where are you all off to? And I want to know this morning... Is it where are you all off to or is it where are you all off to? It's the second one. Yeah, I want to know... I see you driving. Are you essential? I want to know this morning if you're listening and you're in your car. I just would love to know, just one caller, where are you off to? 
Where are you going? Yeah, what what makes you on the road? Yeah, why are you on the road? I just, I'm so desperate to know where you're heading <laughs> and why you're allowed to be on the road. Sarah in Belmont, where are you going? Good morning. Morning. You got your paperwork, Sarah? Show us your paperwork, please. Uh, oh, my gosh, I sure do. I'm actually driving from Geelong to Melbourne to okay. Taylor's Lake because I oversee one of the COVID pop-up testing sites. Oh, you're a COVID tester. Can we give her a prize? You, need, know, you need a prize, right. Sarah. You need oh, a prize. We'll, we'll dig you out a prize, Sarah. We'll find you something. Sarah, <laughs> so first of all, that is a big drive. That's definitely not in a 5K bubble. Have you been pulled no. over doing this drive yet? You know what? I've only been pulled over once, which is, you know, kind of scary, but I'm thankful because a three-hour round trip to add in a little pullover with, you know, <laughs> add a nice. bit of time to my drive. Up before most cars, and the road has been relatively quiet. It's interesting yeah. to see when it is quiet and when it's really busy. Yesterday was really busy, and I was like you, Lucy. I'm yeah. like, where are all these people going? <laughs> I know. Sarah, quick question. Where did? How do you become a COVID tester? Like, what was your background to be ending up testing people for COVID? Well, I'm a phlebotomist. I work for a pathology company, and I'm the person that if you need to have a blood test, Yes. I do that collection. Gotcha. So that's my normal job. Okay, right. Um, so I work for one of the pathology companies, the, the Department of Health, I've employed to do the COVID testing. Wowzers. Sarah, it's just because you're such a fascinating person with a fascinating job. One last question. Let's talk about humanity. Are people generally in a good mood when they're getting their tests at the moment? Are they treating you with respect? Yes, generally, yes. At the moment, the last couple of weeks, Melburnians have been very anxious mm. and very scared. Yeah. And yeah. we're getting a lot of people that have received a letter from the Department of Health telling them to go get tested because they've been in close contact. Yes. yes. So the last couple of weeks for the team working across Melbourne I imagine it's been quite hard and we've been testing for over 100 days so wow. you know the cracks are starting to show yeah, so yeah. but you know what we put music on we listen to you guys we dance and we try to lift the mood and oh. have some fun so yeah you know it's good on you, you it's very fun. reassuring yeah. Sarah that somebody like yourself is on the front line and fighting for us each and every day good luck well done another day on the good front job. line there Judy in Glen Waverley, where are you off to? Hi, Lucy and Cal. I'm off to work. I work in a um, what's called a clinical educator, so I teach nursing students. Oh, well, that's a um, much needed necessity yeah, right now. Oh, most definitely. So, fortunately, the hospital I'm at is still taking students, and the, the sad thing for nursing students is that they can't progress in their course unless they do the clinical placements connected to that subject, though so a lot of them are a long way behind because no, no um, aged care is allowed to take nursing students at the moment and that's generally their first placement. But fortunately our hospital's still taking them so we're pumping so many students through that I'm working about 80-hour weeks, so big, pretty exhausted. And then with all the COVID paperwork, we had to organise the permits and we're not allowed to do any meetings Oof. on site, so I had to do my first Zoom orientation this week. Oh, it's the way of the future, Zoom. Carnia and Wallert, where are you heading to? Hi, uh, it's not me, it's my husband. Yes. So my husband working in the hospital as a chef. Oh, a chef at a hospital, very important. Yeah. Has he been pulled over yet? Not yet, but oh. he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> he wants I know, what's weird, weird. Oh, weird. Everyone. And Christine in Coburg, where are you off to? I'm off to Brimbank. I work as a maternal and child health nurse, oh. so we are essential worker. 
Oh, I think that's one of the most beautiful jobs on the planet, being a maternal child health nurse, because you were so vital. I loved my maternal child health nurse. And I remember at the four-year-old check where you say goodbye and I cried because I would never <laughs> see her again. <laughs> yeah, and it's especially valuable when people are isolated. Oh, yes. yes. And we work in Brimbank with a lot of different nationalities where their parents might come over to support them after a baby. No one's allowed in, so they're really isolated. So we are kind of one of their vital service to encourage them as well. But we're only seeing tiny babies, not to eight weeks old at the moment. Oh, wow. The cutest of all Um, babies. Face to face, but we asked them to do all the other phone calls for all the other ages. Christine, have you been pulled over? No, but I'd love to be because (laughs) I can say, here, I've got my paper, I'm exactly like you. And I also look at people, I'm thinking, the car's on the road. I know. Where are you all going? (laughs) Pulled over. What is wrong with all of us? (laughs)